It's the My Michelle Live podcast. My Michelle Live, Psy Tech Talk, taking the God story to a geeky place. Here's Michelle. Yeah, you ready to geek out today? Thanks, big voice guy. I'm Michelle Mendoza. You've got My Michelle Live, Psy Tech Talk. Now, science today, we're going to help you out a little bit. Here's why. Science seems to be a little messed up. Really? I'm okay. Let's be fair. Maybe it's not science, but it's how we banter it around and bend it to prove our points. Like that old adage, uh, figures lie, liars figure, so go figure. We use terms like, it's settled science when it pleases us. And we know, ignore science altogether when it's not politically correct or it doesn't please us. And what's worse, we teach what's been hailed as zombie science to our children. In other words, these dead scientific ideas that have long been disproven are walking around like zombies in our textbooks. Our children, schools are indoctrinating our children, telling them what to think and not how to think. And it shows. So I'm going to challenge you today and we're going to give you some hope for the future, hope for your children. Science is being challenged today on My Michelle Live. And we're doing it with my friend Kyle Justice. Now, he is an Emmy-nominated producer of many creation science DVDs and programs. He's created content for people that you know of, like ESPN, National Geographic, the Outdoor Channel, Fox Sports, Comcast Sports, Net. But what he's doing for the next generation rocks. Awesome science media. Kyle Justice, glorious to have you on my Michelle Live. Welcome. Well, thank you, Michelle. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, one of the greatest pieces about my job is meeting great people like you and it's just so much fun <laughs> it is fun because we get to geek out a little bit so you get yep. to do your passion and you get to and you really have fun with it um all of us i'm not i've been picking on the politically correct because well they've kind of they've kind of jumped the shark in some regards where science is concerned but all of us do fall prey to this is what i believe and um i'm gonna make the science prove it people do that in the realm of faith as well how do you look at things scientifically from a correct standpoint well it's interesting i think usually when i talk to somebody about this whole area, you know, they might say, well, science disproves the Bible. And really, you have to have a starting point. And I say, well, first of all, let's define science. What, what are you talking about when you say science? Mm. And really, science falls into to two camps or two parts, you might say. One is operational science. And you already mentioned the scientific method. You know, we can take an object and we can drop it and we can, you know, basically look at how gravity works. We can you know, make some uh, different scientific laws about it. Um, you can take something to a lab and do it over and over and over. And, or you maybe you have a hypothesis and you want to test it. And if it doesn't work, then you change your hypothesis. So that's all operational science. Where people get a little confused is that there's another type of science, which you call forensic science. 
And this is where something happened in the past and we've kind of got to piece together what, what happened, right? So it, it's fascinating. I sat on a plane once with um, a forensic scientist with the, uh, the police department or the police, state police of Michigan. And I started to ask him, I said, so tell me more about forensic science and how it works. And, and one of the key questions I asked him was, do, do you guys as scientists have a bias? You know, do, do you walk into a crime scene and you kind of maybe have an idea as far as what happened or, you know, who, who may have done it? And he, I was so shocked when he said, well, yeah, actually we do. You have and, to start um, somewhere. That's what yeah, you that's, just said. You so have to start somewhere. Right. And so you go and with so your hypotheses, you work it from there. If mm-hmm. you don't start somewhere, you mm-hmm. don't have a basis to work from. Right. Right. Part of that deals with predictions, meaning if God made the earth, like the Bible says, then we should see evidence of, of a creation. If evolution is true, the prediction would be then that there, there's going to be slow changes and transitional fossils and things over time that we should see gradual change in these intermediary type uh, fossils that would be from one form into the other. And we use observational science and we go, okay, what do we see? What's there? What do we find in the fossil record? And we don't find those things, but we sure find what looks like formed creatures that, that didn't transform over periods of time. And so they, they kind of came up with this new idea called punctuated equilibrium. That's like popped from one to the other. And there's no real transitionary life form because, and it's a, it's like, well, wait, wait a minute, hold on. That's like a rescuing device. There's no proof for it. And we get more and more into the science of DNA. Um, we get into the science of using electron microscopes. And we realize, wait a minute, there is complexity here. And it, it's almost the impossibility that evolution could even happen. And now it, <laughs> now where they're going with it is like, okay, all right, all right. So yeah, it didn't naturally happen. This intelligence for actually making, seeding the earth with, with DNA and everything, it came from aliens. That's where it came from. And they still okay. don't admit that there's a God, but yet they're, they know that their, their whole idea of evolution isn't working. And so they come up with these ludicrous ideas. And, and you and, know what? I'm okay uh, with no that. Evidence. I'm okay with coming up with ludicrous ideas. That's how <laughs> science works. But you have to let the science play out. So <laughs> you're what you're doing is you're pushing the envelope just a little bit. So, okay, it was aliens. Okay, so how did aliens happen? Exactly. So it, it just pushes it a little. I understand. Look, I hear you as you're watching today. It is so difficult because the implications of what you see in science being revealed, the complexity, the intelligence, the way everything works together, it's mind-boggling in absolutely every discipline of science. And you're saying, oh, the implications means there is a God. That means uh, there may be an afterlife. That means maybe the Bible's true. That means I have to do something about that. And that's scary. I know it is. So, of course, you're going to work your little scientific hiney off to try to find something else. Go ahead. The Bible says, test me, try me, prove me. Come on, come let us reason together. God's not afraid of the big challenges or the questions and the far that we're getting into science lately, the more we're seeing of this evidence of not only intelligent design, but Kyle, I want to talk briefly before we talk more about some of the things that you're doing about 
intimate design, loving design, design that shows extraordinary care, uh, design that shows that uh, all of the diversity and abundance. When you really get into some of God's design and creation and taking care of us, really the, the whole creation focused on the earth. God didn't start with the stars first, say the Big Bang, but he, he started with earth. And then he began to develop it. He gave us plants for eating and then they could reproduce. He gave us an electromagnetic field that could filters the, the radiation from the sun so we don't burn up. There's all of these things that he built into us that is beyond even physical. For instance, a, a soul and that we can love each other. When it comes to the theory of evolution naturalists, they, they don't really have an idea of where does love even come from because everything is naturalistic, right? And yet there's this whole other level of us as humans and added that God created us in his image. We're unlike any of the other animals on the earth. We're created, the Bible says, in his image to feel, to love, to think, and to develop and create. Think about animals really don't create like humans do. We can just see his love. In scripture, unfortunately, Adam and Eve made some bad choices and rebelled against God. And sin entered the world, decay entered the world, and yet God had a plan. He had a plan through Jesus Christ to come and redeem us, to pay the price of our sin. That's that's love in itself. So it's incredible, not just physically what's going on and how he protected us here on this earth and how he provided for us, but also his plan to redeem us. And then not only that, but the future heaven, new heaven and new earth without sin, without death. It's incredible, the plan that God has for our lives. I love Kyle. That was the gospel in 45 seconds right there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Drop the mic. Let's go home. There's so much to what you said. Think of uh, the food. I, I think there's a Bible story that talks about the Israelites wandering through the desert and God fed them with manna. Manna, whatever this thing was from heaven, gave them everything that they needed to sustain themselves. It's the perfect emergency food, right? But God could have just given us manna. That's what we eat. That's what we do. We have everything we need. But he's given us gorgeous diversity, this beautiful flavors and spices. He's given us beauty in a sunset that we can just sit and be at awe. Did the world need to be beautiful? No. Did food need to be delicious? No. Do I need to love? Well, biologically, probably not. You know, there's all kinds of biological life forms that go through their existence without falling in love or loving or... So did we need it? No, but in God's economy, we do. And that is absolutely gorgeous and exciting and something that our children miss if we are only teaching one theory as science and leaving out current discoveries, the complexity of life, and the possibility that there's something else. Didn't Sherlock Holmes teach us a long time ago that if you're investigating something, you rule out the impossible and whatever's left over, no matter how improbable, that's likely where you've got to go. And that's where we're at and how we're missing the mark with kids. You know, we haven't talked about this yet, but what it really comes down to is a worldview, how your, your presuppositions, your starting point. 
And as believers in the Bible is our starting point is a scripture saying that God created. But we know that the whole world, pretty much, television, education, uh, is totally bent the other direction. And not only that, but they want to basically pull the rug out from under our kids uh, saying, oh, you know, it's it's not really true. Math is subjective. Uh, Biology is subjective. Sex is subjective. Climate change is not, however. So, you know, you got to you got to try to understand. Keep on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we're at. So you do something called Awesome Science Media. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun because I produced my first kids video back in 97 with Ken Ham. Uh, called the X-Nihilo Show. So then my wife and I, we started having our kids in 1997, uh, around that same time. And, you know, when you have lots of kids, you get busy and you're trying to run a company and provide income. But when my uh, oldest started getting about 12, 13, we started doing some road trips and we went to the national parks and I brought out my gear and we didn't, we went as a family and I started shooting Noah in front of the Grand Canyon, talking about how the Colorado River couldn't have run uphill. And we just shot a bunch of stuff, came back and realized, hey, we have some content here that other families might want to see. And reached out to Answers in Genesis again. And they said, yeah, we'd love to, to sell this to our audiences. And so that just started the progression. We started doing stuff on Mount St. Helens, uh, not just kids programming, but other documentaries on astronomy and geology and zoology. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's all apologetics that helps the believer uh, really understand not just the, the belief in what the Bible says, but the, the scientific evidence that actually supports that worldview and why the other worldview really, as you study, it really starts to fall apart. Why don't we take a look at one of the trailers? Yeah. Join me as we explore Grand Canyon National Park and learn how catastrophic processes were responsible for the formation of these 40 massive sedimentary layers during a global flood, and how there's evidence to show the canyon was eroded in just days, not millions of years. There are suspicions that the Colorado River couldn't have formed the Grand Canyon all by itself. For instance, where the river started is lower than what it went through. Can a river go uphill? I don't think so. (laughs) We then compare other geologic features to the Grand Canyon, such as Mount St. Helens, where we've seen layers and canyons formed in just hours. Even though the Grand Canyon has sedimentary layers, the same process of erosion applies. Lots of water cutting deeply in a little bit of time. We also see how a flood event at Glen Canyon Dam in the Arizona desert eroded solid rock in just seconds through the process of cavitation. Scientists were aware of cavitation, a dangerous process where water can tear through almost any material and surface when enough pressure and flow is taking place. All this and more in the Grand Canyon episode of Awesome Science. Yeah, no, it's fun as we get out there and we hear audience feedback and so on. And it's like, man, I was learning stuff along with the kids, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's encouraging to know that they're being built up in their faith as well. This is from the Heavens Declares series. Take a watch. Have you ever wondered how this universe came to be? Some say it was by chance, while others believe it was created. As we look out onto the vast universe, we wonder what is our purpose here? Why do we exist? 
Now, a DVD series seeks to answer these questions in a 13-episode series called The Heavens Declare. The Heavens, the Heavens Declare. Declare. So seeks you have to quite a few using a uh, options for DVDs and will lead you a teaching on a journey series to here the on the Awesome Science. Let's Did talk God a little bit about what you present how and how it can benefit of light kids away if and the heavens are only We started with Awesome Science and it turned out to be a 12-episode series, so... We ended up doing another series like you see here, The Heavens Declare. It's 12, uh, you know, finished programs, over 600 minutes of programming. We started uh, another set uh, called the Flood Geology Series, where we use real scientists, geologists, and other scientists that go out on location, and they, they just don't sit at a lecture. And they're out on the monument. They're out on location. They're showing you, you know, really what's going on geologically. Uh, we did another one for teens called the debunking evolution and that is really for students who are uh, going to public school and they have the public school science books and so it really challenges some of the ideas there now we have another show called science foundations it's a lab show and a lot of fun for kids to learn about thermodynamics and laws of motion mm. and we have another a series called Creeping Things that we produced a while ago that's it's on our platform. Dino Hunter is another series we're producing on, on how dinosaurs really fit in well into the biblical record. And there's a lot of really cool information about that and evidence. We have a, a series we're coming out with later this year on called Creation Kingdom Zoo, where we visit a zoo that has a biblical worldview and a 10-year-old daughter of the mm. owner actually runs a lot of the zoo. Get out. That's and- great. The most exciting thing for me, what we talk about a lot on My Michelle Live, Kyle, is to check your worldview. How do you view the world? Why it's here, its existence, where it came from. When you have a biblical view, it seems that everything falls in place, not just scientifically, but everywhere else as well. Everything starts to make sense. You challenge that worldview. If a biblical worldview is not your bag, I still encourage you to watch these videos, get them for your kids, teach your kids how to think scientifically. If you don't believe that there's a God, there's got to be another explanation. That's awesome starting point. Try to prove it wrong. Prove the Bible wrong. Prove uh, the resurrection wrong. Prove creation wrong. Get in there. I mean, roll up your sleeves and do that work. That's what science is about. This does come with a warning. Many brilliant people have tried to do that, and they end up like preachers or something. So there, it is a little dangerous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I grew up in a, in a Christian home, kind of generational, fourth generation, you know, going to church and so on. Yeah, that doesn't make you a Christian. I understand that. But, you know, I understood the gospel early on when I was about five years old, actually, and had just a passion for for knowing God, serving him, even growing up during that time. But it really wasn't until high school or actually junior high when I was like, okay, here's my choices. I'm going to live for the Lord. Am I going to live for the world? And it's, you know what? I'm living for the Lord. And then when I was about 15 or 16, a scientist came out to our church camp one night, and a chemist named Dr. Bono Chittick, and he presented this incredible evidence. And something went on inside me. That is so cool. And I was actually producing video even back then i started 11 years old kind of like a spielberg type thing and i have a twin brother and i heard that message and i thought someday god put it inside me and someday i want to take my video you know skills and my desire for this area of science and apologetics and put them together and 
here we go. There's what here's where we are now. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Now you also take awesome science on the road. One of my really, really good friends, Pat Roy, one day I was praying, it's like, I wanna I need somebody else to work with on all this stuff. And and he just put it on my heart, Pat Roy, which I already known Pat for a little bit. And circumstances kind of God orchestrated it and we started working together on a lot of stuff. And uh, I don't know, a year or two ago, what do you think about doing like a live event show, you know, that we present creation? Because he was already doing a lot of speaking, a lot of experiments and so on. And we were like, hey, let's do the show together. So it's like he and I did this thing called the Creation Experience. And uh, we were just getting rolling really on doing, we're doing a West Coast tour uh, in California at the beginning of April. And so thecreationguys.com. And so you could check out where we're doing it. You could also request that, uh, you know, we come to your church. I just want to pop in here for just a moment and invite you to go to findyourvoice.fun. A lot of you have contacted me and said, I want to start podcasting. I have a message that I really want to get out. And you know, it is the first time in history that it has ever been this easy to get your message out, but you want to do it the right way. I'm going to help you find the right way to find your voice, focus your message, find out what your communication superpowers are, and even your kryptonite, and how to overcome them and use them to be dynamic on the air. The book is out this summer, but the website is up now. Take the quiz and find out what your superpower is in communication and find out how you can get your message out to impact the world. Go to findyourvoice.fun. We're, we're really excited to get out there and, and present these evidences for creation, but really present the gospel as well. Yeah, we're going to take a look at this because this looks like a lot of fun. Hosts, the Creation Guys, Kyle Justice and Pat Roy. Even though they knew God, they exchanged God's truth for a lie. What? Ever heard of the Hindenburg? The Hindenburg. Full of hydrogen, you know. Yeah, we're going to make hydrogen today, so let's do this thing. <laughs> hydrogen expands out. It doesn't collapse into stars. Every planet in the solar wow. system is unique in its own way. It indicates creation in some fashion. Wow, that is so much fun. Fun yeah. taking science on the road, and these uh, venues let you blow stuff up. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, we what kind of we insurance do you need? <laughs> That's awesome. So you do have a West Coast tour. So if you're over here on the uh, left coast, starting in San Diego on mm-hmm. April first, lots of places in California, maybe coming up my way, right? Oh, of course. Seattle. I I broadcast from Seattle. We have, uh, yeah, we're just really open. She talked about even diversifying to where we could have multiple teams going out doing this. Um, It doesn't need to be Pat and I because we developed this such a cool program 
And then eventually we'll probably have other programs too. We've talked about one on race and understanding race from God's perspective. Mm-hmm. And maybe one on how old is the earth and there's just Noah's flood. There's a lot of stuff. And they're about 90 minutes a piece. And so, you know, it's enough for a fun evening. And uh, we were so excited about the response we're getting. And and it's for it's for families. People think, oh, it's just for kids. It's like, no, 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 no. no. no, no. Even the adults really get into it. It's, Especially, it's they'll just pretend like they're all stoic right. about it. Look, very seriously, as we wrap up today, science has become God. And if you are in the Seattle area and you drive on I-5, just north, just north of downtown itself, there's this weird house, apartment building thing with these lights and aliens that light up. You cannot miss it. And a sign that says science is God. That's kind of where we've gotten in our Western society. Science is God, really. Well, then you might want to listen really carefully to what science is saying, because what science is saying is there is a God. Pay attention. And if you want more information, you can visit Awesome Science Media. There is a link at My Michelle Live. I want to thank you, my friend, Kyle Justice, for joining me today. You're a brilliant man who who has that little boy who's just refused to completely surrender to growing up. And I love that about you. (laughs) It's what made this interview so much fun today. And it's what makes your awesome science page. Totally awesome. Thanks again for joining in today. And thank you for watching, listening, viewing. Remember to like and share us. This stuff's important. Go to mymichellelive.com.